Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into another episode of Five Out. If you haven't already, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Five Out Pod. We are on Stitcher iTunes, Spotify, and the Radio.com app. If you can leave a rating or review wherever you listen to us, it would be greatly appreciated. It helps the show out a ton. Today we're talking about Steph Curry. His expectations this year because he's not going to have Clay early on. No KD. He was talking to Rachel Nichols uh, earlier in the week, and then we got some other stuff going on with him. He talked about what he's going to do on opening night against the Clippers. And then he also talked about playing for Team USA when the Olympics roll around, which leads us into what Jerry Colangelo had to say about guys who didn't play for the team in the FIBA World Cup. We'll get into that. Plus, LeVar Ball is making his case for Father of the Year. This guy is the worst. Although very negative. Matt probably disagree with me. I think he thinks that the Rockets front office is the worst because he hates how they keep propping up James Harden. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. And we have some Taco Fall sound caught up with him a little bit the other day. We'll play that right before the Madeiras mailbag. Let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. Yeah. So Steph Curry was talking to was it Rachel Nichols on ESPN on Wednesday. Saw that he was. Was it? He also. I don't know where. The, like somebody took some video on their phone and he was talking about someone winning tickets and what he was going to do on opening night against the Clippers. He said he was going to take freaking 22 threes, Matt. And. When I heard that, when I you know saw that video, I was like, "This is Steph's team's like hundred percent again." We, we've talked about how it was his team still, but at the same time, KD was still the best guy on the team. Now Steph has free reign, especially with no Clay on. It's him and it's Draymond. I know you still got D, you got D'Lo now and you got Willie, but I mean he's the alpha there, and Draymond's going to back him every time he's shooting. He's not going to question him at all. I. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table this year. I think it's going to be more. I don't want to say vintage stuff, but it's no. going to be something different. It's, well, it's going, to be, it's going to be his year in the sense, I think we said this again on a podcast earlier where I was like, I can't wait for Steph to get back to being Steph, even though, again, it's not like he hasn't done it the past couple no, years. No, but it's, it's just like he's been getting so, ripped, I feel like, the past few years. Yeah, he's been getting ripped, and I think it's more because Durant was there and everybody just hated the Warriors, but I think that this year he'll get back to being him. It's his show. And you said, like, uh, the 22 threes in a game. If yeah. I hope he shoots 30 threes in the game. Like, come on. It's it's going to be his show. Like, I'm excited I'm excited for him to be back. I, I'm surprised. Like, I, I didn't quite. When KD first went there, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I don't think no. anybody was. You weren't? But, no. But I, but I had a tough time with it. Because I like, I mean, I like Steph. Matt likes Steph. Ty, do you, do you like Steph? I love Steph, yes. So, like, the thing is, the Warriors were great because, you know, they beat the Cavs, they beat LeBron and everything, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I love that. But then they go and get KD, and it's like, well, man, kind of soured on Steph. But now they've somehow right. put themselves in a position where I would think everybody wants to see them thrive like they were before, like pre-KD. 
I would think so too. And I'm I'm not worried about Steph going back to the old guy he was. I'm worried about more so of of Clay coming off that torn ACL. Yeah, his game is is such is so reliable on coming off screens and making those tight curls and stuff. It, I. If they go back to being the old team that they were, they're still going to be a damn good team. Even if they're 80% of what they used to be, they're right. still going to be the number one seed in the West. I don't—the thing that's weird about Clay too, is they have a pretty like early timetable for a guy coming off ACL. I wouldn't—I right. feel like two years ago, a guy wouldn't come back the next season off a torn ACL. I think, I think Durant's going to come back earlier than people think, too. I mean— Look at that's a, look, that one. I'm I know we're really switching surprised sports, but like, the fact that I saw Demarius Thomas playing in a preseason game off a of Achilles injury that happened late into the football season, it just shows you where like yeah. modern medicine has brought you know people back from injuries quicker. I, I think ACLs though um, nowadays people come back a lot faster. Definitely. Achilles Achilles is still rough, but. Achilles is, is freaking brutal. I mean, I think that's the worst at this I'd say point. It's the worst, it's be. Because yeah. it, it just hangs with you. It's like it's like in um, in like baseball, like your elbow. Every, they can fix the elbow easily, but your shoulder just never is quite the same. I don't get why Achilles is like There's that. There's not many successful cases of guys who've bounced back from an Achilles. Like Wesley Matthews is one. Mm-hmm. It's really tough to think of guys who have snapped that ligament and still came back to be successful. I, I, that's really the only one that stands out to me. But I still have a hard time imagining that KD's not going to come back and be successful. Oh, he'll I still mean, be successful. He could do that, that fall uh, fall away jumper you know, from the block or something, like a like what uh, Dirk did. Like His game yeah. doesn't have to rely on athleticism at all. Yeah, he doesn't. But I, I can't imagine him being as clunky as Dirk. That would be, oh, that would be tough to watch KD no, as clunky no as way. Dirk. Uh, but more on, more on the Steph stuff, I don't know how D'Lo is going to fit into this. Like, do you expect that he's going to be who's going to be the primary uh, ball handler? Do you think uh, still Steph? I would, well, that's what I think. Steph Curry is such a great player for is that he and Durant said it. You know, he doesn't Curry doesn't need the ball, right? And so I think I, to answer your question, I think D'Lo I guess would take primary ball handling just because Curry doesn't need it. Um, but but I think I I'm interested to see if D'Lo can play off the ball. I know he can shoot the crap out of it, so. I mean, not like Clay, mm-hmm. um, so that that is a different dynamic. But D'Lo can play with the ball, and Curry Curry doesn't need the ball. The thing about with D'Lo, at least if they think that that's, I'm sure they're going to try both avenues because, like we see here with the Patriots, you know they've been successful for so long. You get a jackass like Antonio Brown comes in, and you get him to somewhat like buy in and not BS as much. Obviously, he's got the other stuff that happened beforehand. But I feel like the Warriors have a similar clout. I mean, not not obviously not on the same level, but they, I mean, Steph has you know battled from being an underdog to being a favorite and, and all this stuff, and they've won. Was it three now or four now? Four. They've won three. They've won three, and they've been every, you know, every year pretty much. So it's, I think that they've kind of given themselves that um, they're, they're in that position where like D'Lo will will be willing to try something new. Am I making this up that after he uh, went to the Warriors that they were thinking about moving him? D'Lo? Yeah. I thought I heard about that the was a, that was, It was supposed no. to be a short-term thing in Golden State. Like, he wasn't actually going to be on their team, but, like, they were going to trade him for more value. Yes, there was a rumor that, like, he might not be, like, there for four years or whatever the deal was that they would keep him and then maybe use him as trade bait towards uh, the trade deadline. This year? Yeah, this coming year. That was a rumor. And then, yeah. you know, someone, I think someone nixed it and said... Uh, you know, why would we make this kind of move and, you know, put all this money? I, I, you know, he's a great player, that kind of stuff. I can't see what – I guess I don't know what the trade target would be. Yeah, I don't know what they're, what they're trying to add at that point. I mean, you you have everything you need. I know Clay's not there, but you have everything you need between the two of uh, – between Clay and Steph and I, he's back and then you got Draymond. Especially if, if D'Lo can be another added scorer, then, yeah, 
I I do wonder and facilitate a fair amount too. I do wonder who's who's that who's their other wing player. I can't even. I don't even know off the top of my head. You'd have to like Boys? pull it up. Yeah, I'm not certain off the top of my head. I'm trying to I'll because uh, Alfonso McKinney. Yeah, I knew it had to be some like like rookie slash and Sean Livingston no retired. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sean Iggy, Iggy's gone. Iggy's gone. So that's what I'm saying. I they they definitely have like this is sort of like a they signed Len Robinson for a year or two. That's right. Glenn I mean, Robinson, I forgot about him, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's tough. You go from, I mean, Barnes was solid when he was there. Obviously, they upgraded, got Durant, but now I just feel like that's kind of their lack of, oh, without Clay. Speaking of Barnes, I think I figured out who my team on 2K20 is. I think it's the Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron <laughs> Fox, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, Bagley. I like it. That's a it's a solid young group. You can't I, you can't use the best team on the game, right? No, I mean, that's, you, you can't be the Warriors unless you're yeah. playing online. Then you can use it. But yeah, if you're you playing your boys war- at home, you can't be the best team in the game. No Warriors, no you do, Clippers. You do no, three randoms. Yeah, well, yeah. you do that too. No Warriors, no Clippers, no Lakers. I never use the Lakers ever. It's just a rule. Well, it's because yeah. I try not to use the LeBron. Celtics because it's feel like you always play with. Well, buddies. Well, why can't you ever use the Lakers? Is that just because LeBron? No, because I. Dude, because I grew up a Boston Celtics fan. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah my old man would, like, castrate me. Yeah, there's no <laughs> shot. He hates the Lakers. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I I can't imagine they'd go and – I don't know who they'd go and get for D'Lo. I don't know who who's, like, in the market for him right now. I don't think the T-Wolves were. I don't think a D'Angelo Russell trade would be any uh, sort of connection to this guy. I heard this cut today from Ramona Shelburne. We didn't talk about this at all in the start yeah. of the – the meeting before the podcast uh, taping. But this is Ramona Shelburne on the jump today. This was very surprising. The Warriors have always been the big threat to mm-hmm. to go after Giannis. One, he's friends with Steph Curry. He has mm-hmm. that same agency. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, they know each other. It would be a, a difficult construction to make happen, but they that is the one looming threat, and it comes down to what kind of guy is Giannis. What does he want his legacy to be? Is he the guy who stays with one team his entire career and tries to bring a championship to Milwaukee, or does he pull the Kevin Durant and go join a group of super friends? Ah, uh, super friends. <laughs> super friends. I don't know, man. I mean, <clears throat> I want to say from what I've heard from Giannis talk about I don't think he'll basketball, do it. I don't think he'll do it. I don't think he'll do it. But it, who knows? But, but the thing is, it like the, the problem with Durant wasn't just that he went there. They were up 3-1 in the postseason before he signed with the Warriors. Then they waxed their ass. And then it's like you're going to go join the guys that just embarrassed you on national television? Yeah, I mean, and then you the way it, it looked like you were still going to stick with the Thunder or not go to the Warriors. At least the Celtics seemed like a like a legitimate option. And then boom, last second pulls the rug out from everybody, and then it's like I'm going to join Steph and Clay uh, and Draymond. I'm, and not, Iggy. I'm not going to lie, that'd be pretty awesome if Giannis and Curry were teamed up. It, I mean, how would you guard fun. them? Yeah, <laughs> I don't you, know. You wouldn't win. It would be awesome. Steph and Clay would shoot like 50, 60 oh percent from three, God. and Giannis scored thirty. A game. <laughs> the only reason I'm ever okay with things like this is because it ruins stuff for LeBron. Because then LeBron isn't going to win. Because how are you going? How are you going to handle that? But were you okay with Durant going to the Warriors? I wasn't a huge. It didn't sound like you were a few minutes ago. I, honestly, I wasn't. I honestly, from a basketball standpoint, was excited to watch those that core play together. Yeah. Did I think it was a soft move? One hundred percent. Yes. I I I think it's soft as hell. You lose to him, you go join him. But in a basketball standpoint, watching them play the last three years, it's been enjoyable to watch. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I felt like there were times like I really wouldn't mind seeing LeBron beat the Warriors because Kevin Durant's killing me. But at the same time, man, I just like I didn't. I don't know. I I, I don't want to see LeBron win because then it adds to his. No. Is he better than Michael? <laughs> Nobody wants to see LeBron win. Yeah, I don't want to see him. You know, take over as the greatest player of all time. Some people think he already has. I don't personally. I think Michael's still the guy. 
So, yeah, I don't, I mean, so I guess no, I don't know. That's a really tough question. Do you think Giannis would get as much flack as Durant no. did when he went? No. I know it's obviously not the same circumstances. He didn't lose to the Warriors in the finals. If he but, did, though, he would. But I think if an if a MVP of the league, which at this point, if he goes to the Warriors in 2021, which is two seasons away, he might be a back-to-back-to-back MVP and then leave to go to the best team in the league. Yeah, and you know what? The thing is that they're, they're obviously, I guess, in terms of what they do on the floor, they're perceived differently. Right. But in terms of the type of individual they are, at least where KD was when he was with OKC, I feel like they're pretty similar guys. Like, they're not, like, Kevin Durant was not the sensitive dude back when he was in OKC. At least he, we didn't see that visibly. Am I right in that yeah, estimation? Sort of, yeah. Maybe at the tail end, but I felt like everybody loved Kevin Durant. He was like that, he was the guy that was going to pass up LeBron. It was like he was the closest thing to passing up LeBron after D. Rose, you know. Sorry, hi. I can't help that it. It hurts. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's what KD was, and, and people didn't, nobody hated KD when he was in OKC. That's the thing. People liked them. Did you? I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like Durant I liked, that much, but I didn't no, hate I li- him. I liked Durant on OKC. I had no problem with him. So, so I'm saying, like, but he was the one that also tweeted, like, I think he tweeted about about LeBron when he went to Miami. I think that was a whole thing. Did like, he? Like hating okay. on LeBron for saying yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. everybody wants to go join, like, can't beat him, join him, and then it, that's what kind of backfired on him because he oh, ended yeah. up doing it. Yeah, know? yeah. But see, I but at that time. People didn't hate him for that, other than probably LeBron. No, people stands. liked it. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. Nobody really hates Giannis now. They may hate on Giannis and say he's not as good as everybody says he is, like you have, and you say he doesn't deserve to have the highest rating on two K. No, I don't think he does because if you clown, if you, oh, come on, dude, he can't shoot. I gotta agree with Matt on that. No, he, you're both clowns. That's I do. fine. I do. Yeah. He can't shoot. He's he's dominant as hell down in the paint area and all that, but I think there's parts of his game he has to get better at. That's just me. Of course there are parts of his game that he has to get better at, but he's the MVP. you got to give him some respect. I give him respect, but he shouldn't be the number one person See, in the to game. See, to me, this sounds like very disrespectful. I'm offended by it personally because I'm actually now the biggest Giannis Antetokounmpo fan on the place of the earth. Face I, of the earth. God damn it. I guess so. Anyway, <clears throat> so it's the other thing, speaking of... Um, I don't have it. You know, I was curious how I was going to transition into this today, and I couldn't do it. Steph talked about playing for Team USA. Was this with Rachel Nichols too, Ty? This was with Rachel Nichols, so yes. he didn't play in the FIBA World Cup like pretty much every other star out there. The best guy was Kemba Walker. We all know this. Although you could argue Jason Tatum, I guess, but he was hurt the entire time pretty much. But Steph talked about playing in the Olympics for Team USA because they still qualified, as disappointing as their run was. Here's what he had to say to Rachel Nichols. That is the plan, for sure. You know, obviously, knock on wood. You know, so you're committing. Like you're that. you're willing. You're going to go. Definitely want to go. That's something that uh, I've never experienced. I've never been on the Olympic team. I've been on two world, World Cup championship gold medal teams, but uh, the Olympics experience that I want, and next year will hopefully be it. So with Steph, he's like every other guy who didn't end up playing. He's not one of those guys that I give an excuse like JJ, who's starting off with a new team. So I don't know. I, I don't want to see the U.S. get embarrassed. But at the same time, it's like, where were you when they needed you in the FIBA World Cup, dude? So, Jerry Colangelo was talking about guys skipping out on Team USA. And I think this was, we, we said, Ty, it was directly about Devin Booker, it seemed like, or in response to him backing out. I believe out. so. It does, I think it's a direct response. And yeah. this, is on, this was on the jump. There's no audio of Colangelo, so bear with me. I can only say you can't help but notice and remember who you thought you were going to war with and who didn't show up. I'm a firm believer that you deal with the cards you're dealt, and we could have done, and we did it, is get the commitments from a lot of players. I was really worried. I, didn't, I did not screw up there. I would be the first to admit I did not screw up, but he said that weirdly at the end there. But either way, 
are you fine with Steph playing on the Olympics? Yes. You well, I mean, when we talked, when we talked about it before, you weren't all like gung ho about. Yeah, any guy, any superstar who wants to come in, you were with me. Like it was some apprehension. Uh, well, if, if I'm from the U.S. and I want USA Basketball to win, I want the best players to play. I'm just saying the culture. When I was talking about this, the culture of the USA Basketball is screwed up because it doesn't matter if you play on these world, you know, the FIBA FIBA World Cup team or not. If you're mm-hmm. you're good enough, you're going to play an Olympic team. I, I think at the point now they. They, they, their culture is screwed up. They have to invite these. To win, you got to get the best players. Right. But I'm saying personally how I feel in a culture standpoint, it's not the way to go. Well, do you think if they – yes. Do you think if they had – I think that Colangelo said this maybe to SI. If they had Kuzma and they had Tatum, both healthy, you probably end up getting rid of Harris. Um, you probably be you probably beat France. I don't know if you win. Yeah. I still I still don't know if you win it. You need your best players. I think it's evident after this. You need yep. the the rest of the world has gotten better. Oh yeah, and you just need your best play. If you have your best players, it's I still don't think you blow out at, blow out everybody, but you still win. I think you win. I yeah, I would be. Yeah, they still might blow out some teams. I mean, oh no, like, they blow just, out, some, but the best teams the you won't teams. blow out. I don't know, man. I don't. They struck. Remember when they had all those guys? They they didn't blow out Spain. No, you're right. They, they were close games. You didn't. I don't know. I just have a hard time imagining that they wouldn't. But either way, they, 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 you, you're putting yourself in a, a terrible position. Are those days of just the USA rolling out the ball and winning by 30 over? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's become. It, it happened so fast though. Like five years ago, we still expected that result, and like now, it's just. It's crazy to even think like that. Well, I mean, I blown think up in the last like fifteen if, years. If you think about 08 and twelve when they went to China and London, they, they I mean they pretty much blew out everybody except for Spain. Yeah, Spain was pretty close in the at least in the final games. Like you know they Spain's still won by for a while. eight to ten. But yeah, I mean they had the Gasol brothers, Ibaka, Rubio. Like they you know that's a that's a pretty formidable team. So, um, you know, yeah, now you have Giannis and, and Jokic, but really. The, guy, the, the groups that I would say were huge for the game becoming so, uh, you know, pivotal or whatever internationally. Yeah, you have the, the, the Americans and everything they did. Like, was it the North Korea? King, Kim Jong-un was a big fan of the Bulls, I guess, back when Rodman was there. But I think that that's, those Spain teams were huge in seeing, you know, guys seeing you can have a, a country that's not the U.S. that produces a ton of basketball players. And then I think Yao Ming made a, made a difference, too. I mean, as much as... Oh, you know, in the, definitely. They're not as good because, yet. But. Because I think of how popular NBA players there are in yeah. China. Yeah. So. Oh, they're like gods, I think, there. And in and, 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 and India, which are two humongous, you know. Are they in India? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant started that. He went out there um, to do that, uh, like, clinic or something out there. And I think basketball is starting to become popular in India, which are two big hmm. continents, Asian yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. One of my favorite players of all time, Lance Stevenson. Hashtag born ready. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's over in uh, China now, poking had, some dude's he, eye out. Right, he had his debut, thirty-one and eight. Jeez, oh, thir- wow, something light. Yeah, um, is Big Baller Brand international? Do we know? Hell no. Big Baller Brand is worldwide. I think Big Baller Brand is like secluded that, that, to that, SoCal. That That's brand it. is garbage. I can't. Did you? Do you know anybody that ordered those shoes? Because I remember there were some I, issues back then. I right? had a Was kid. That? I you you probably get a chuckle out of this. I had a kid that I I teach in class, and I saw him one day. He had the. He came in with the BBB, and I the said, "The big ball away." <laughs> I said, "If you wear that during class, I will make you run the whole entire time." Now, now I was joking with him, but that kid thought I was dead serious, and I never saw that shirt. <laughs> yes, please. That's all. Did you do it like like? I literally can, said, can you do "I it said." Go ahead. No, I said this, this kid's name. 
And I said, Just call it, say, say you're talking to me. I, I want to hear I the said, tone. Nick, if you wear that shirt in class, you're going to run the entire time. You See, are a hater. And I said, if you if you think I'm joking, wear it to class. And I'm telling you, this kid's face, you know, it's like a seventh grade. He was like, just if, ghost. If I had a teacher say it to me when I was in seventh grade, yeah. I would have been like, okay, I'm never wearing this again. <laughs> oh, no. But the best is like, I heard him talking to some, uh, some other kid during, he's like, yeah. Mr. Deere said that if I wore this shirt, he'd make me run. I wasn't wearing that. And I'm like, wow, these kids think I'm dead serious. I'm just joking. I don't care. I just hate the shirt because you probably paid $60 for a piece of cotton. It worth the shoes. Shoes were 200 Yeah, 200 The flip-flops were like 150 The t-shirt, I think, was 50 bucks. It, and I, hey. And, $50 for a friggin' t-shirt? And Ty, the shirt is literally like a cotton t-shirt oh, you yes. got for five bucks. It was like a Fruit of the Loom t-shirt with, <laughs> with like three B's plastered on front. Oh, God, dude. So but it, but it was an obsession when that. Stuff when that stuff came out, like uh, kids in my school, oh, it's all they talked about, and big ball brand this and big. And I'm like, why? You know, why do? It's just crazy the it's society so, we live in. Well, like, part of the problem is too that you know when we're doing stuff like this and we're talking about it, we're you know reminding people about them. Brand awareness is no such thing as bad press. I think there is. I think that's changed a little bit now, but this is still good press for him. <clears throat> I mean, and you had Fourier when he. Was big, you know, he was big. Fourier did the impressions too, right? We're actually pretty good. Um, but anyways, so the re- normally I wouldn't w- want to give Lavar the time of day because he's been pretty irrelevant. I would say yes, over the for past a while. Thank Christ. Year, we want to say ball control. You know why he's been irrelevant is because Lonzo hasn't really done much. Right. And, you know he's been injured, but the other son, whatever happened to him. Uh, Leangelo. Leangelo. Scrub. Leangelo, He's Leangelo an abs- that surgery. dude is a scrub. He got surgery. He was the one that He's Trump would get back from China, right? Like, yeah, he, he stole stuff. stuff. <laughs> UCLA. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Joke. He, he, he was a scrub. He was a scrub. And then, uh, so that's Leangelo. And then LaMelo is over in New Zealand with RJ Hampton. Which I think he's, he looks a lot better than he did. Oh, like, he looks a lot better than the second brother. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, the middle brother that, was terrible. Yeah, you could be. just see that the eye test. I'm like, this guy's going to be in the NBA? Please. <laughs> could you imagine that, dude? I it's might like, as well go try out. I, I, I always wonder what that's like being the middle child and you just don't live up to the same expectations. He probably doesn't brothers. even like basketball. He's just been forced to play it. Like, probably. One of those deals. Sometimes I wonder if Lonzo likes basketball. For yeah, real. I mean, like, it's seriously. hard. You know, we joke about Durant and stuff, but. It, <laughs> The way this guy is, with like the way Lavar is with Total his clown. kids, I can't. Total clown. I'm surprised. Lonzo had that same impact Magic had. Yeah. So let's. <laughs> so we have some. I'm the one who made Lonzo. I'm the. Well, I mean, technically, he's not wrong about that. He I did mean, conceive he, with his wife. He, 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 is, he is the Lonzo. classic father, parent, anybody. Ooh. Could be mother. I'm not just trying to be sexist. He could, he's the yeah, typical sexist. parent. That is living through their kids. That's the, and like takes and loves the limelight. He just like why can't you just, why you, why can't you just shut the hell up and let your kids be who they are? I've ne- but the thing that's so weird is you're right. The thing is so weird though is it's on the pro level, and I've heard guys through the years like having par- more so like on the baseball side at the pro level having their parents somewhat involved. And I, I think I've heard a little bit about it at the, like, the NBA. Obviously, we had Tiger Woods' dad in golf, who was apparently a nutcase. But I, I mean, Lavar is next level insane, and it, and if you want to, he will say, "Oh, it's about his kids and putting them in the best position." Blah blah blah. No, he's a clown. Well, then he goes and says this on uh, it was a Ball in the Family, their show on Facebook, which actually Ty made a good point. It, the production quality of the show, especially for Facebook, is very impressive. It's produced better than any of the big baller brand clothing uh, items <laughs> yeah, for sure. That is actually very accurate. But let's hear what Lavar had to say to his beloved son Lonzo. Would you change the name? 
Hell no. I wouldn't change the name. I'm just saying from a marketing standpoint. From a marketing standpoint, regardless of what it is. I'm just saying. That's yeah. my opinion. I'm no, just asking the question. I'm just saying. Triple B is always going to be the name. On the fact that it also stands for the three ball brothers. I'm not changing that at all. What's your opinion on that? I don't give a about his opinion. I just want to hear. But no, no, no. Listen to me, son. Love the music. When I come yeah. up with a name and then somebody tell me to change it, that's like me telling me to change your name. That's like people saying, oh, hey, hey change Lonzo's name to Alfonso on the fact that he's been damaged goods for the last two years. Oh! We still got no, another minute here to go in the clip, but oh, just your, your reaction to calling him damaged goods? Dude, that's your friggin' old man on rea like reality TV calling you out like that. You say, Dad, who makes the money in this family? Yeah, Dad, what did you do in your <laughs> career? You can say all that shit you want about you beat Michael or whatever. Yeah, Michael, okay. Friggin' spare me, dude. Change Lonzo's name to Alfonso on the fact that he's been damaged goods for the last two years. Hey, can we get Mitch to play him? To, I, to play LeVar? Yeah. Let's try I'd, I'd pay to watch that. I'd absolutely pay to watch LeVar's that. LeVar's got a bad jump shot. It's, it's embarrassing oh, like it's that. It's horrendous. Mitch would freaking beast him up. Isn't Mitch a little taller than him, too? How, is LeVar like 6'7 or something? LeVar's 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. You know, LeVar actually, I think, went to a training camp with the Eagles. Did he really? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's not a terrible... I mean, he played in college, right? Not I, much, but... I mean, you got to be a damn good athlete to get invited to a training camp in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, but he's not, he cannot play basketball, and neither can most of his kids. Yeah, he's not, a, he's not like this crazy... He's obviously an impressive athlete, but I mean, he's just... At some point, it just doesn't matter. You just hit a dig. Is there any more to this sound? Oh, yeah. Much more. Much more to dig into. Here we go. The brand is demolished right now. The brand is not demolished. Yeah. That's how you feel the brand is demolished. That's how everybody feels. Who? Who's second time. So, the guy who the, the brand is centered around right now. Not you, LeVar. The guy, the, Lonzo's the guy who it's centered around. Well, the brand's gone. Yeah, the brand is gone. But he feels he feels damaged. I mean, if that well, guy Lonzo's, was in charge... Lonzo's he, right, though. Everything yes. he was saying was right. It's gone. I don't think I'd have Kaput. a problem. I don't think I'd have a problem with Lonzo if it wasn't for LeVar. I think I just feel like whatever. I actually don't. I actually like Lonzo. I think he has separated himself from his father as best he could. Yes. Now, I, I, I don't That's know. Fair. I get this is a show. How the hell does Lonzo not go, you know what? Why don't you shut the hell up? You're an idiot. And walk away. Why argue with that man? He's a moron. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't. The dude is a moron. Yeah. To There's no point in arguing with him. The guy is absolutely insane. I can't imagine. You know, there's there's two people on this earth I couldn't imagine having as a father. One of them is LeVar Ball. The other one is Mike Mutnansky, who just oh tried to distract <laughs> us from the show. Um, but either way, yeah, he, he's... Um, I've definitely gotten pissed at my old man over far less when it came to my playing career and having to tell him. And, and it wasn't like he just given his opinion. And I, and I mean, good, God forbid you give your opinion, right? It's like, dude, why does why is Lonzo even talk? I don't know. I, I would, don't know why he was even sitting there. I wouldn't go home. Oh, it's all for the show. But I know. It, it got uncomfortable later in this club. Here's some more. The brand is demolished right now. The brand is not demolished. Okay. That's how you feel the brand is demolished. That's everybody feels. Who? Who's everybody? The world. The, the world? That's, that's the consumers you talk to? Yeah. It's all messed up right now. Why is it messed up? Because one person did something bad? He was the main person. He wasn't the main person. He ran everything. Dang it. He didn't run everything. Right. That's Who the one signing autographs? Who the one taking the pictures? You set it all up. That means you're running everything as far yes. as what? Who's the big baller brand? All right, you got it. Ain't no Alan Foster gear. It's big baller. Here's the thing. If you have a goddamn tree and a bad apple falls off the tree, you don't chop the goddamn tree down. He was more than an apple, though. He was a branch. Cut the branch. You don't cut the whole tree down. The tree did fall down, though. How did the tree fall down? Why are we restarting everything? How did the tree fall down? I created it before Alan even got here. So he's talking about uh, Alan Foster, 
who is currently under FBI investigation. Yeah, not a good guy, no. Yeah, bad, he, bad history. Probably you shouldn't hire someone with a criminal history to run your multi-million dollar enterprise, but that's a... I believe in second another, chances, Ty. Yeah. I don't know about you. <laughs> what a judgmental guy, Ty. Jeez. <laughs> Unreal. But, no, I, seriously... Lonzo's got some decent business sense. I mean, Lavar's like, oh, who you who you're asking the consumers, the consumers that you're talking to? Who the frig are you talking to, Lavar? Are you out polling everybody? Are there poll questions on Facebook and Twitter that I don't know about? It, the, but I mean, the idea that this thing has been damaged, I feel like it was damaged from the start because Lavar's just an absolute mess. Lonzo would have been better off going with Nike or something like that. I mean, those shoes, we, we're never going to forget those shoes. Oh, those shoes are horrendous. The ZO2s. The ZO2s, yes. yes. Yeah, and I, I hate How could you forget? I hate admitting this, but I at first I was like, ZO, I don't I think get, they were like 600 bucks. to be honest. Now I'm thinking about it. I thought it was, I thought it was 200 and then like on eBay they went for six, All something right. like that. It was something ridiculous. He said they would break after 12 minutes of wear. Oh, really? Lonzo said that, yeah. Like, he said he wore them, I think, in a, in a summer league game, and, like, they exploded on yeah, him. Yeah, that's like, why he had a whole... Yeah, because he, remember, he came out with yeah. Nikes. I mean, if you're if you're a father, Lon, uh, LeVar Ball, and your son Lonzo's playing in the NBA, why would you send him out in a prototype? Like, wouldn't you want to run some tests on these shoes, make sure they're good, so you're not blowing your knees out of your son's career that hasn't even gotten started yet? Yeah, like, test it out on LiAngelo or something like yeah. that, the scrub of, of the brothers. Like, don't give, don't, don't yes. have the horse So the shoe wasn't it. even out, and they're just throwing a prototype on Lonzo and saying, oh, throw it out there so we can get the, the big baller brand out there and Dude, get some exposure. He, he's, like, could you, I, I can't, like... Lonzo's definitely passive, and that's, I think, a large part because his dad is so aggressive. But I can't imagine being like a functioning human being at all with that as your old man. He's just such a control yeah, freak. I would, and, I would sep- separate myself. And even though it's easier said than done, I, I that dude is absolutely tapped. Change Lonzo's name to Alfonso on the fact that he'd been damaged goods for the last two years. Bro, that's your dad. Uh, there's still more to the clip, and it gets more. There is? Oh, yeah. It's more uncomfortable. I said the three ball brothers. For you guys. I don't care who helped me get this started, but I come in with the vision like, you know what? We're going to have our own brain. That's why I didn't go everybody else's way. All right, you got it. Not everybody me got it. You got it, man. This is- no, first of all, don't, don't say you got it, man, to me. You're the one got to make it grow. I made you guys superstars for a reason. But if I don't do the things that I'm doing, Zell, you're just another regular old player. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part. You're just another regular old player. But if I don't do the things that I'm doing, Zell, you're just another regular old player. Damn, dude. You know what's funny is I forget. Dude, your kid's in the NBA. You averaged two points at some college. I don't even know what the name of the college was. Yeah, I think it was. How is he some regular? Like, this guy is such an a-hole, man. He's just another regular old player. I think he was he went to Florida Panhandle International and averaged two points a game. It sounds made up, but I'll go with it. It yeah. is made up, but it, dude, dude. I, you know what? I, but I forget though. Kobe's dad, right? He did everything for him. That's why Kobe was a superstar. And LeBron, same thing, right? Yep. Like that's why KD. I mean, all these guys didn't have a dad. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, he didn't. But like all the okay, next KD, right? Single mom, right? Yep. Kobe was not though, right? I, Kobe. No, Kobe had a no because he was military. He Kobe's right? dad was in the NBA. Oh, that's right. I forget about that. Okay. But he never did some crap like this. No. I've never seen... This is like some next-level shit. I've never seen some stuff like this. How long do you guys think Lonzo lasts? It's because I... Part of me wonders... I, I hope just... I hope he pans out, and that's only just because I... Not for the father's sake. I, I just feel bad for the kids, man. Do you think he pulls like a Macaulay Culkin or Aaron and Nick... Did you hear about Aaron and Nick Carter, by the way? Quick aside. That is a weird story. Nick Carter got a restraining order on Aaron Carter, his brother. Remember the, like, the boy band guys? weird. Because apparently Aaron Carter has lost his mind. Like really lost his mind. I can see like that. Like he he vocalized that he wanted to 
kill his family, right? Yes, essentially. Kill his, yeah. Killed Nick's family. Oh. Yes. So, anyway, do you think... But my, my point was, do you think Lonzo ends up getting a restraining order against LeVar at some I point? I hope so. For his own damn sake. He'll end up punching LeVar in the face. I would, I, I would have. I would have already. If he hasn't already... He won't punch him in the face. He's just another regular old player. That, that's not... Lon, yeah, Lonzo would have already if he was going to do it. Uh, I would. I think he's too soft, man. I mean, like, I think he, he looks at the path of least resistance, and eventually he's going to screw that's, him. That's not a dad that loves you. The, the, what, the stuff that he's saying, man, that's not, a, that's not a good father. I don't care what anybody says. That's not a good dad. Somebody did not love him when Why he was Why does little. he think the big baller brand's still alive? I mean, like, who's repping it? Does he see people? Like, people probably come up to him because he is LeVar Ball, the character. Yeah. Not because of the big baller brand. They're like, oh, no. you're, you're the big baller brand, LeVar? Oh, I want to get a picture of you. Like, he said in that clip, like, who comes up and gets the pictures and autographs? Like, LeVar obviously loves the attention. Yeah, for real. And, but it's not helping his brand because his brand is shit. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he I think he's of he's just of the mind that if people continue to talk about us and people continue to talk to us, yeah, eventually I'm going to will it into existence. Kind of like how uh, Tillman Fertitta is trying to will into existence that the Rockets are going to win a title. That is called a segue, friends. I, wait, you know I got to make up for earlier in the show? Uh, Matt is... <laughs> Matt was like, angrily getting notes ready on James Harden because Ty brought this up as we were getting ready for the show. And uh, the Rockets owner was talking about Russ and, and Harden and superstars winning NBA titles later in their career. Uh, where was this? On, was it on ESPN? On the Jump with Rachel Nichols, oh, who is a might-as-well-come-on co-host of the Five Out Pie one day. Yeah, we're by playing, all means, Rachel. all the audio. Yeah. Uh, this is Tillman Fertitta, one of the richest men in America, uh, former owner of the UFC, now owns the Rockets, and obviously you set it up with about the Russ and... James Harden stuff. James knows he just turned 30 years old. Oh, not two times speed. Let's start that over. James knows he just turned 30 years old, just like Westbrook is mm-hmm. about to turn 30 or is 30. And, and a lot of great players do not win a championship until they're in their 30s. Right at 30 and 31, if you look back, even the great Hakeem Olajuwon, mm-hmm. this is the time for Russell and James to step up and make it happen in the playoffs, Okay. They, they have been unbelievable in the regular season. They've even have had unbelievable series in the playoffs. But they both know this is their time, and I truly believe they're going to rise to the occasion. You know, we just got through a whole inning of Red Sox baseball in that whole segment, that whole little clip there. Dude, it talks so slow. I thought that was funny. Anyways, go ahead, Matt. You're, you're all focused on talking about James Harden. Well, I, ho- I mean, he's the owner. Why wouldn't he say all this stuff? One, he's cutting them the checks. How much money is he putting out for these dudes? Right. But the whole point of, like, the whole point of him saying all this just pisses me off because the whole 30, you're 30 years old, you win. Uh, that's when you guys won NBA, and he brings up Elijah one. Is James Harden Elijah one? Yes. You didn't know that? Oh. Please, get the hell out of Same here. Same game. Uh, I think that... J- Elijah Wong was one of the most dominant centers of all time. And yep. My, my thing is this. Uh, it, and, I think it goes... I think it goes... Olajuwon 3, Shaq 2, and then Amari number 1. Yeah, Amari's, Amari's yes. probably up. I take Can Amari. Confirm. Does Mitch know that you said that, by the way? I don't know. He didn't listen to that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank God. I should have told Thankful. him that. Damn it, I should have told him. No, my, my point to... It, well, my counter-argument to him saying that They've had great playoff series. They definitely have had great regular seasons. I get it. Whatever. The numbers are crazy. We had that one where you lost CP3 against the Warriors. That well, one, you but here's, won that. My, here's my problem, though. It's like, in what I was writing down, to me, great players close out in the playoff. They close games, right? For sure. So I wrote, like to, I, I wrote the last three years 
of what James Harden has done in closeout games. And it's just factual that James Harden is a better scorer than Michael Jordan. <laughs> See, this is why Ty is so, so good at that because yeah. he knows how to get me pissed yeah, off. Yeah, you, you, I got to be honest here. This, like, <laughs> this is factual to uh, Daryl Morey, you moron. In 2017, Game 6 versus Spurs, he played 37 minutes. He was 2 for 11 from the floor, 2 from 9 for 3, 10 points. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, he's he's good. Sign me up. I want him. 2018, Game 7 versus Warriors. Now, you did say Chris Paul was gone. Yes. Which, okay, I get that. Still. Very important. 12 for 29, 2 for 13 from 3, 32 points. And people will be like, well, he scored 32 points. And that's what I hate because go look. If you take 29 shots, I hope for Christ's sakes you score over 30 points. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I mean, Christ. Yeah, you should fall into 30 points. 2019, last year. Uh, in the closeout game against the Warriors. 13 for 29, 6 for 17 for 3. Not terrible numbers. 38 points. But still, 29 shots. Like, 29 shots? Mm. Like, I was writing down some of Jordan's. Takes when more jo- shots than Kobe Jordan, Jordan scored 42 points off, off 20 shots. Yeah. And it was... He was... T- and it was like 10 for 20. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 50%, whatever. And then I wrote down Westbrook's numbers because I thought, like, this was even worse. So I 2019, I, I like Russ, but look, look but yeah, I wouldn't want him. I, I like Russ. I wouldn't want him. On my but this team is them on the, the same team. This is gonna be two guys in the same. Westbrook in 2019, this past year, when they when they lost in Game Five, Bad. 11 for 31, four for 11 for three. 20 he, again. People will say, oh, he's got 29 points, 31 shots. That's 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 horrendous. That's kind of a lot, ready? And th- this is my favorite one. This is 2018 against the Jazz. They lost in six, I believe. 18 for 43. Oh. 18 for 43? 7 for 19 from 3. And, the, and again, people will look at the bottom score. He had 46 points. He took 43 shots. 43 shots. That's your point guard. 43 shots. And, and remind me again real quick, this is in the closeout these are These are like elimination games. Elimination games. Like on games. the brink of elimination. Got it. Like That's... no more important game on the calendar than that one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then, two, and then 2017, 15 for 35. And again, he had forty six points, thirty five shots. I just to me, to me, I just I think it's bananas. I think that's just crazy, dude. I can't imagine taking. I had a tough time taking five shots in a game without feeling like I was a ball hog in high Bro, school. Bro, I, I my best game in college, I scored thirty two points. Not right? a big deal. No, but this is this is my point. Thirty two. You know how many shots I took in the game? Uh, I, I'm gonna guess. Go, Not go even twenty. Twelve. Oh. Twelve. He Twelve scored thirty two points. Thirty two points. Does that mean he, you didn't miss? You must have missed millions of free throws. I would think I was 10 for 12 and I had free throws. Okay, 10 for 12, wow. But my point is that these guys, when people will take this and be like, oh, he averaged, he had a great series. In the elimination game, he he literally shot 43 times and had 46 points. That's not good basketball. Where's your analytics on that one, Daryl Moore? No, but that's what I'm saying. They look at the, the series and they don't look at, like, Specific points in the game like that James Harden. <laughs> sorry, specific. <laughs> 2017. So that James Harden one. Well, ne- I'll never let that live down in 2017 against the Spurs. Like he just didn't even show up. Take yeah. that for that. And, and I'll never, <laughs> and I'll never forgive him for that. And that's to me. Like I know I'm going off right now, but LeBron, LeBron, the same way. And that's why I'll never say LeBron's the greatest of all time because when he lost to the Mavericks and scored eight points in a finals game, Dirk. I can't. I can't let you live that down. I'm sorry. The Michael Jordan never did that. Nope. Never did that. That one so, right there made me the greatest player of all time. See? The that, greatest player of all and time. And if you have to say you're the best, you're not the best. But he exactly. when Jordan did that, I mean, um, when LeBron did that, I, I couldn't I I'll never get that out of my head. You know because what? you know why? He quit. James Harden in that game, he quit. 
if you quit, I don't respect you. I don't fear nothing. You can have bad games, and that's why I don't fear nothing for real. And that's that? why I have more respect for Russ. I don't fear nothing. Oh wow! Yeah, more respect for Russ. You said because Russ doesn't quit. Now, no. does he have efficient no. games? No. No, but he's, clearly, he's, but Russ never quits. No. James Harden is a quitter. Ooh, wow, that is that's a that's fact. A, that's, that's a, a fact. Hard, you yeah. can't tell me people are like, oh, he was tired. So one thing what? I've had I've had a couple people ask me this, and like from the dearest mailbag, and I've been putting it off because I feel like it's a longer segment. Maybe we could do it for another day. But if you need a basket at the end of the game, could you tell me who your top three guys are right now? In the league. I mean in general. Kobe. Time. Kobe? MJ. Joe okay. Ingles. Joe Ingles. Probably I'm Joe Ingles. Uh, I'd say MJ, Kobe, one, two. Not even close. Uh, really? I, I mean, seriously. You wouldn't put Larry in that conversation? No, I'm saying MJ, for me, MJ, Kobe, one, two. Like, I can't... And I'm saying you don't put Larry Ray on that level with them? Like he didn't. Have- I, I haven't. I haven't thought of my third. That's okay. what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying for me. I'm saying I don't know how that doesn't come to your mind right away. I'd love to have I, Reggie I Miller like, just so he can do the choke. I feel like for me, there's time. a few guys I could put in that third spot if I really thought deep about it. I just know one and two in my mind is Kobe MJ. Maybe we'll do a list of like I don't know. Could you think of ten guys? You guys think? I could probably do 10, ten. guys to get you a bucket. Yeah, the end of the well, game. That'd be a long list. Yeah. Long be a long. List. I, let's, can we go five? We'll do. We'll do it like another time. We'll, we'll do, do five. We'll do five. Todd, you like who comes to mind for you initially? Like Kobe comes to my mind, Michael and Larry. But I mean, we'll I can work see through Larry it. probably be my top five. Oh yeah, he has to be. Honestly, Durant was the first name that popped in my mind, and it, oh? it's probably because it's a, a relevant, a relevant recent top, name, yeah. Steph. But he's mm. got to be like. Where, how do you defend? What is the game plan to defend Kevin Durant? Pray. Yes. Yeah. You like, gotta start he, that a few months misses. in advance, and then really you know, go to church every Sunday. Sometimes on t- Tuesday nights right. too, and it usually makes a big difference. I've well, noticed that. Like Steph's is like forced him to go right because like he's you, he, you, he loves to go left. You know who might bit? be in my top five? Paul Pierce. Oh. You know what? Oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought up Paul Pierce. Real quick, random aside. I was watching some video on YouTube the other day. Obviously, Pierce was not the fleetest of foot. I mean, you talk about all the time when we were growing up how fat he was and everything. And it just you didn't always love his game, right? No, I didn't always love his game. Right, no. and I and I, I totally understand that he's very he was very clunky and everything, and just because he's built like a block pretty much. But I watched highlights of his moves, and you know, hearing guys talk about him, whatever. You know, guys respect. You know, he's, he won a title. He's a Hall of Famer. All this stuff. But watching some of his moves, and for how I don't want to say unathletic, but not smooth he was. He was so damn efficient. Like he had, you know, he, I think nah, he was. Was it Paul Pierce's bag of tricks? I think it was yeah. right. He, he Dude, I loved. He was really good at any kind of step back, even going left or right. Well, get you up in the air. He was doing step backs before everybody started doing. I'd step say backs. if if we did a list of ten, I don't. I know for sure Pierce would be in that. I know, and I always will love him, but slash still. Be pissed off at him as Ray Allen. Yes, I yes. Ray Allen would be in my top. He killed me when he was with the Celtics. Like he, there were so many times where I wanted him. No, I felt like there were times he, he was let clutch. me down. He was clutch. I felt there were more times he let me down than yeah. any house. But I think he took a lot. Like Ray, like Ray never backed down. I'll say that he didn't back down. I remember a lot of clutch shots he hit. You know, but he also I did mean, it for the yeah. Freaking, he did it for the Heat. That's what I'm saying. He did it it's kind of freaking Heat. <laughs> uh, but um, Ty, do you would you take Ray or Pierce? I, w- I wouldn't put Ray on there. Uh, Ray was, I mean, he was super underrated, like, as a one-on-one player before he became the greatest shooter ever. Uh, well, not the greatest shooter not, ever. Not anymore. I mean, you're saying before Steph. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-Steph. I mean, like, at the time yes, in his career, correct. he was, yes. no doubt, considered yes. the greatest yes. shooter ever. Yes. I, I don't think I would choose Ray. I probably would think about Paul, because mm. a one-on-one, you just throw in him in the block, and he's going to get a bucket faded away, going to the hoop anyway, but I don't know if Ray would do that. Cree, cree, yeah, because you're, yeah, you're saying, like, well. have the ball, like... 
go get a bucket. Ten not seconds like, left, tie not, game. We're not saying clutch because I think Ray Allen's clutch. Uh, I think Reggie Miller was clutch. Yeah, there's you know what? There are a few conversations you could have yeah, with that because yeah, Ray off is. the ball is. I mean, that's what I'm off saying. The screen and what's crazy is you wouldn't play is clutch. Re- yep, you wouldn't yep. throw in this year's MVP into that conversation, would you? Nope. Nope, I wouldn't put him in that conversation. I'm going to put Kawhi in that after that freaking bucket he drilled against the, hey, well, the Sixers. Let's, let's just switch the rules so he can whack it off the rim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, oh, yes, I'm going. Okay, I see what you did there. That's a callback to a previous episode for those who haven't heard, uh, who are new to the show. But anyway, uh, we got one last thing before we get to the Medeiros mailbag because I think we're pushing it on time. I, of course, forgot to set the timer again, Ty. Um, but I, So I was at uh, Taco Falls media availability the other day. He was doing a charity event. I, forget, I think this one was with New Balance, and it was in Dorchester. And right, you know, we haven't been able to get Celtics players on quite yet because they got a lot, of, they got stuff going on. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm not going to bore you guys with all the details, but I'm able to get them for a few minutes when they have these availabilities. Just talk to them about little things. Obviously, I can't get into this long conversation like we did with Mitch or Heron or Mookie. But um, you know, at some point, I would like to be able to do that. But with Taco, I asked him three quick questions, um, and here's what he had to say. Taco, I wanted to ask you. Okay. I was going to start this off with like a tall joke, but it seems like all the time you're getting asked tall stuff, tall stuff. When I mean, you're on ESPN, Summer League, all this stuff, does that get a little annoying after a while, man? Um, I mean, sometimes, but I just got used to it. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's a gift, and it's the first thing people notice when they see me, so it's only natural I get those kind of questions, but now it's just like I just kind of got used to it. Now, the other thing, too, this earlier this week, I don't know if you saw, I know you had the kid asking you about LeBron if you had met him. He made a request, or was it he filed to get um, Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday, yes. How do you feel about that? I mean, your name's in that, man. Shouldn't you have the right to that? I mean, my name is with a K, so... <laughs> Technicalities, man. Technicalities. I think he got denied, did He did get denied, yes. Okay. So okay. It, it, it didn't matter, so... Yeah, there, there you but, go. I, I, I don't know. It's... Last thing. So I saw the other day Grant was not happy with people at 2K. And I, I, I got the game myself, and I saw you weren't in it. Have you talked to Ryan 2K about what the hell's up with that stuff? I haven't talked to Ryan. Um, I don't know. Maybe once the season starts, uh, I'll be in there. We'll see. So I, after I did that, I felt like I was working for TMZ. It was just such a – it was a bizarre interview. I've never done anything like that before. Tell them to lighten up. Yeah, well, something had happened prior to that I'm not going to – share on the air but something had happened prior to that was like kind of rattled him a little bit and i think that threw him off i got another celtics guy for us for next week went a little bit better i mean the taco's not a bad dude he's just no no I, i'm just he's actually i was told he's brilliant actually i'd love to get him off like longer form like you know but, i love to, i love to just hang out with him yeah, I mean, thanks, Taco. I had no idea there was a K in your name. I haven't written like 50,000 times because you get read more than any Celtics player on the site. Jeez. But anyway, uh, so we got the – so we'll have another Celtics player for you guys next week. See a similar kind of format, and I promise you it was I, – I liked it a lot more personally. Uh, but we got the Madeiras mailbag for you guys this week. This comes from my buddy uh, who just got married this past weekend, Wesley Sykes. Wesley Sykes underscore on Twitter. And uh, he asked us if we were putting together a five-man team of WEI writers, producers, um, and uh, an on-air personality. Who would be the five people that we would pick? Because obviously we have we have females and males here. And 
I asked him, like, do you want us to do three? Because I feel like five's kind of pushing it. I don't know if we have five athletes here at WEI. Yeah, and I'm not. And I asked. I, he didn't specify whether we would include ourselves in the mix there. I would say we shouldn't, just for the sake of this, because it makes it a little bit more challenging. Ty, do you know where you would go with this? We're not drafting, for those who are wondering. We're just, like, picking the best five. My first two picks in this hypothetical fantasy draft would be Christian Fourier and Jermaine Wiggins. Yep. Uh, just for sheer size. Those would be my two bigs. After that, I have no idea where I would go. That guy over there about to do his night show, Michael Manansky, I might pick him as like a point guard. I don't know. I don't know how athletic Mud is. I saw him shoot at a game between Rob and Wiggy. Yeah. I think he was fine. I don't think he was great. I feel like Rich Keefe might be good at this. I'd probably pick... I don't know if Rich plays, but... I'd probably go with Rich. I'd go with the two guys you said, although I'm not certain that Fourier would necessarily have great touch around the rim. Wiggy would get winded, so you definitely need to have a six-man. I'd probably go with, I think I might have to go with Mud. actually. I wouldn't go with Curtis. I've seen his shot. Good God, that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And uh, I I think, I don't know, do you go with Rob or do you go with Andy Hart? Dale here. No, 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 no way. No shot in hell. Sorry, Dale. No, actually, I'm not sorry. No way would I go with Dale. He could be the ref. Yeah. But he doesn't know, does he know basketball? He's not going to no, like that no, I said he that. Doesn't. He doesn't. He's not going to like that I said that. Um, <laughs> so I'd probably go with Mutt, Keefe. No, I'd go, no, screw Mutt. I'd go with Andy Hart. I'd go with Keefe. I'd go with Rob Bradford. I'd go with Wiggins. And then I would go with Fourier as my center. And then I would have the three of us go against them and we kick their ass. Yeah, I was just going to say when you if you came to me with what I would, what I would draft, <laughs> I was going to say... Let's just take the three of us, and we'll challenge anybody in this station three yep. on three. We can do. I think if we did three on five, we'd still be okay. But they might triple team you. That's all right. What about that like means a guy you like one on one matchups? Yes. <laughs> what about a Patrick Gilroy, like a big hoops guy? But I don't know if he could play it. All I people. don't know if Gilroy is really that athletic. I mean, some. I think there's this misconception that everybody who's in this business was like an athlete at one point. Like Matt, do you think that? Like, I know Jay King played in college. Corrales played in college. And I think he played overseas in Greece or something like that. Um, I don't. I think Tom Westerholm might have played in college. I'm not certain though. But I mean, like when you look at the baseball, I mean, I know right. none of them did. Now, I think the tallest guy we've glossed over, haven't mentioned. That was basketball porn to me. Oh, get out of my face, Mark with the C. <laughs> Mark with the C. Get James. out of my face, Mister. I'm gonna friggin' hold Steph Curry hostage before a game so I can get him to say that he's my favorite I mean, he's my favorite radio host I know I'm very good friends with Steph Curry oh god you know. dude wow oh you know I, I, I spent, I spent three and a half years in I, Charlotte I did the we uh, should call him up get the, him on the phone the, see what he thinks the, about the Boogie Cousins thing yeah, where, has that happened yet Hey, I took a. I, no. I met I met Steph Curry in uh, college, so can I say I'm his best friend too? Oh yes, you can. That's, yeah, okay. how, that's how it works. Now. I guess. I guess so. And I'm actually best friends with Taco Fall now too. I yeah. should have mentioned that yep. before. You could tell that there was no awkwardness between the <laughs> no, two of us. No, in that no, you guys seem like you're a good pals. Yeah, absolutely. So tell him uh, I want him to pick me up one day so I can dunk it. Oh yeah, he did that. Was that a WNBA game? That's a, they've been making a really big push now with the NBA guys to get them to the WNBA games. Like I've never, I don't remember ever seeing anything like this. I, I do kind of notice that. I wonder oh, if it's yeah. now the WNBA teams are now in the new 2K20 game, right? Yes, they are. I haven't tried them out yet. I'm going to, but some of the, I think they have girls who can throw down now in the game too. You should be able to if you're six foot six. I feel like man or woman, you should be able to dunk. I think they've made it where girls who are even like six three or something like that in the game can throw down, which I don't think that's ever happened. I could be wrong. I, I don't think it's ever happened, but 
I will say, uh, James Harden, as much as we were dumping on him before, did you see the girl from the Las Vegas, I think it's the Aces, who did that James Harden shot, the new like one-legged three that he takes? Oh Have you God. seen that movie? Have you seen that movie yet? He takes like a I one-legged I, yeah, running three okay, fadeaway to yeah, his side. I think I've seen him do it. Yeah, and some like Las Vegas Aces player did it. And then I saw afterwards, like someone wrote an article, she really is the like the James Harden of oh the WNBA. It's like, just factual. That means James I probably Harden don't like her. Score than Michael Jordan. Just yeah. factual. It's just, it's just factual. It's just factual. It's just factual. Your man shot two for 11 in a closeout game and had 10 points. That data <laughs> that doesn't lie. Data, the numbers don't lie. That's factual. Do either of you two have anything to add before we get going? No, I do not. Really? You don't have anything to add? Oh, yeah. I got my uh, shout-out. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I really I, my shout-out's a little different this week. Um, oh. So last night when you guys did the interview, which if you haven't checked that out with uh, Ty's boy, Mitch McGarry. Yes, sir. Please check it out. It was really good. I listened to it last night. Um, I actually went off. I went to. I was in Boston. I went to the uh, Tip-Off Madness. Oh. It's for Coaches versus Cancer. Nice. Um, so my shout-out goes to Ryan Belanger because he's the one. Uh, he's a... A fr- he's a cousin of one of my best friends. He invited us to go. It was a pretty cool event. There was uh, a bunch of uh, different college coaches there. Um, uh, Jim Christian from Boston College, uh, the Harvard University coach Tommy uh, Aikman. I don't want to say it wrong. Amaker. Amaker. Thank you. Former Michigan guy. Uh, Bill Cohen from Northeastern. Uh, Pat Duquette from uh, UMass Lowe. Uh, Joe Joe Jones from Boston University. Brett Nelson from Holy Cross, and Matt McCall from um, Amherst. So it was a pretty cool event. Uh, they raised a bunch of money last night uh, for Coaches versus Cancer. There was also uh, they did like this roundtable thing, and uh, Jeff Goodman was there. He was kind of like he was kind of oh, funny. Yep. He was hosting that. Bob Ryan was the MC. He did a really nice job. Oh, and, did he good? And Joe uh, Lenardi. From ESPN, he really? was kind of like the guest speaker. So it was a, it was a pretty cool night. Uh, wow. It was cool to be around all those guys. I was gonna, if I, I I wish I was more like you because I probably would have went up to the coaches, one of the coaches, and be like, hey, come on the five hour pub. But I just you know. Oh well, I would think that they'd be very open to doing that because they get no pub around from us. The college guys, yeah. We we have not mentioned the BC Eagles football or basketball in my what nine months working at WEI. Never, like, not even once. Never happens. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't grow up following BC personally. No, no, no. So I, Division One basketball should be bigger in, in a city like this. I think. I, yeah. I, I it was always PC for Matt and I growing up. Yeah, because we grew up in you know so, so, Southern Mass. I thought it was pretty cool. One one point from the um, recap from last night when I was there was so Joe Lenardi was talking about how the NCAA. Uh, almost expanded to 94 teams. Really? In like 2013 or something like that. He has he has the bracket of what it looked like, but it didn't end up working out because of some reason he explained. He was talking about like how he doesn't believe this is the route that NCAA should go. But when he was talking about it, I was watching the coaches' reactions that were there because most of these, you know, all those Boston schools, like they're never really in the tournament, mm-hmm. right? Because they're right. kind of irrelevant, to be honest, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And he was pretty much just saying like, who wants like Joe Lardy was like who wants to watch you know the uh, like BU play against I don't know the middle team in the you know Big Ten like the last place team in the Big Ten. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to think of someone in particular? When no, you say no, that? that's I, not my Hoosiers. I can tell you that, and it's not Northwestern. Who, who's usually the bottom? Like probably Penn State. That's right? a Rutgers. Yeah. Rutgers usually. But that's what he said. Like, like it's such a freaking West. joke that they're in the but, Big Ten. But he was like he doesn't want it to turn into college, but um. Football, like there's a billion bowl games, and it's you know because the way it's set up now, it's compelling. But 
So then they, they had this kind of exchange because then when the college coaches went up, they kind of rehashed what they were talking about. And yeah. then you could tell, like, the coaches were, at least Jim Christian from Boston College was, like, trying to, like, go at, you know, his theory about why, you know, there's a lot of good teams who don't make the tournament or in the NIT. Why shouldn't they be allowed to go in? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty interesting. I think it's a pretty good debate of, you know, should they expand from 68 to 94, so. Yeah, I... It was pretty I, cool. I, I don't think I'd want to see it. it, really, it does I'm 60. It. I'm yeah. the less, least amount of teams. You, no, you're never going to get everybody in. It cheapens. Yeah, it cheapens it, dude. I mean, you, you start turning a participation trophy city. And and I think it, it matters if you're a, if you're from a smaller conference, you're Division One. You, you have to win your tournament to get in. That's Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Too. And those teams, like, if we didn't have that, then those teams don't make those Cinderella runs, which to me is what makes that tournament amazing. Who is the... What's that team? The Golden Retrievers or whatever? Yeah, What's from U. It's like UM. It's a Maryland school, right? Yeah. It's like U. It's, it's a, oh, UMBC. Yeah. UMBC. It's from UMaine, like UMaine in that conference. They're in like. Uh, They're in the same conference as UMaine? Yeah, what conference like, is that? I don't know. Tyler's pulling it up yeah, right now. But that that that's that conference. Maybe we should try and get whoever runs that social account. They are here. the officially the members of the America East yes, Conference. That's it. Yes, the Retrievers. America East Conference. The, I think I it, love it. That's is a great mascot. In that conference? I think so. I think Northeastern and William and Mary. Mm-hmm. I like William and Mary's a nice school. William and Mary's a weird one too, just a really quick random thing. I think they're as old as all the Ivy League schools, but they're not in the so Ivy League. Have you ever been there? It's a beautiful campus. I've never I went there when I was younger. It's Virginia, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, when you, you went there when high yeah, school? Yeah, I used to watch baseball games with my like uh, my uh, dad cousin? and my grandfather Ray. Ray Madeira. Why did you? Guys we go went on like a family trip and we like stopped by and they had like a baseball game. It was be- like it was awesome. Oh, it was pretty really? cool. Yeah. For William and Mary. I'll it show you a like picture a, of it. Yeah. I don't doubt it. I mean, it just seems like a like a random one. They're uh, in the CAA. William and Mary is oh yeah, the yeah, colo- is yep. Colonial Athletic correct? Okay. Yeah. What was this? The third A stand for Colonial Athletic what? Uh, association. Oh, so she, duh, dumbass. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm sorry I went out of 10, but it was pretty cool to be around, so that's my uh, shout-out. That's actually a good shout-out, because for cool. a cause and everything like that. But yes, if you, if you had told me where you were going... Yeah, you, you would have showed up somehow and got in there and been like... Uh, I was here till... I think... I was here till, I think, close to 1 in the morning. Like, I, I got out of here. I wrote two posts, a semi ogilvy story, a story off McGeary, recorded the pod with Tyler... Wrote something else about the Celtics signing some Exhibit 10 guy. And all of that before the Red Sox game got over last night. Yeah. That was, so that would have been the game one of the Giants series. And poor Mutt's here just playing. I, I almost went a little too far there. But Mutt was uh, trying to entertain himself. Isn't he, isn't he a sad sad case to watch? Yeah. But anyway, we will talk to you guys again same time next week. What it do, baby? Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.